From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Corey Banky, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. We're coming to you live from Shadow Lane, right across the street from Lambeau Field, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we ignore the fact that the Packers season is essentially over before Thanksgiving and look ahead to Sunday night showdown in Philadelphia. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good. We got Quay Walker. We got the bad. We got special teams. We got the ugly. We got that third down defense. I love it when it's third and three. We play ten yards off. Woo! Let's go. How you doing, Banky? All right. (laughs) Hey, before before we do anything else, I would like to stop losing. I just would like to stop losing. I just want to say happy Thanksgiving, brother. You know, it's that time of year where win or lose, I'm just thankful that. You know, we're friends. We do this. The Packers, they've been around for 100 years. They're going to be around for 100 more. Yeah, it's been a real tough stretch here. But in the grand scheme of things, we still got it pretty damn good. And I'm thankful. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm excited for you to be in Wisconsin. You know, this is the. I can't wait. uh, You know, once your girls are in college, you're going to be moving here. So this is the start of something special. See, you say that, and that only feeds into what they say. Like, Dad. Dad, you know you're That's moving plan, back to Wisconsin, nigga. and I'm always like, no, no, no. You love Wisconsin. Come on. I love visiting Wisconsin. Like yeah, I right you love now. it. You miss it. You love it. You miss it. You need it. Really, you want it. Really. Eh, not about all that. Um, but, yes, life. it is good to be back in the land of cheese. It's great to be back across the street from Lambeau Field. It is fucking gorgeous. It's a beautiful night, and Lambeau is resplendent in its glory right across from us. It's pretty dope, Bengi. I, I gotta admit, uh, I don't know how you live like this because I would just be frozen with like in awe at all times. Like I'd just be walking through the living room and be like, "Oh, Lambo!" Like it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It happens. It's been known yeah, to happen. I'll bet. I'll bet. You know what else has been known to happen? Even in a loss, even in a game where the Packers shit the bed, they still have moments that make you go, "Oh." Man, that's hot. And that's why every week we try to point out the hotness. Let's go, Nicholas. Oh, yeah, baby. So, you know, a couple weeks ago we had... All sorts of things to choose from when it came to the hotness. This week, eh, not so much. I mean, there were a few, so much. probably a few plays, but I don't think you could quibble with this selection this week. This is hot. From the rookie, Christian Watson, I get the feeling this young man will be in the hotness quite a bit during so. his tenure as a Green Bay Packer. Uh, this catch in the end zone on a free play, I mean, great throw from 12, and then this, skying over a dude. Another angle on it. I mean, this is – come on. And the fact that he gets just enough of a jump over the dude 
and just a little, little, not a push-off, but just a little separation there right before he gets skyward. It's just dope. It's just hot. I love it. I love that this kid is finally coming to the fore. Um, and, look, you've seen it now, two games in a row. This guy is a weapon. He's a true yep. weapon. And yeah. when and if they ever get him and Romeo Dobbs on the field together for a longer stretch, it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting. Um, you know, and, you know, it's, uh, the opposite of exciting <laughs> is Packers news. We got to get to the news, Banky. Oh man, you know your your favorite topics. Um, Aaron Rodgers participates in Wednesday's practice. That's a good sign. Yay. His thumb is feeling a little better. You know, the extended little break, the mini buy, as they like to call it, after that Thursday nighter. Um, and Rodgers also confirms that he's been playing with a broken thumb. No, broken Big B already broke London. this. Everyone I knows know, this, bro. But Rodgers has confirmed it. Basically, what Rodgers did, both, well, not so much at McAfee, but at his locker today, he essentially said that Big B is not a liar. That's what he said. You know, yeah. like the, all the consternation, all the shit that Big B took on Twitter, and I saw it, there was a lot of shit. Uh, guess what? You were all wrong. Big B was right. Suck it, haters. I'm not surprised. Go. I'm not surprised either. Um, Dobbs and Campbell. We just talked about Romeo Dobbs. Getting him back on the field with Christian Watson would be great. Unfortunately, Dobbs and Devondre Campbell both still not practicing. I hate to mm. see that. Starting to think, why didn't you put these guys on IR? But here they are, Dobbs and Campbell still not practicing on this uh, Wednesday before the Philly game on Sunday. Um, Caleb Jones, the mountain man who was the talk of training camp. He has been absent for a while now on the non-football injury list. He was back at practice today, coming back from the NFI. I know you're a big Caleb Jones fan, Corey. I thought Who's about Caleb it. Jones. I just I was gonna say I thought about asking you, do you know who Caleb Jones is? Is Caleb Jones kind of like Carmen sure San Diego? Is Caleb Jones like Carmen San Diego? <laughs> exactly. Is Caleb He's Jones exactly Waldo? like Carmen San Diego? Is Caleb Jones Waldo? <laughs> Precisely. You've nailed it. You've Got nailed it, it in, okay. in two analogies, you've completely now sussed out who Caleb Jones is. Uh, other news, Packers have claimed linebacker Justin Hollins off waivers from the Rams. A, a guy who started five games for the Rams this year. He's an edge rusher. Uh, I know he was dealing with a pectoral issue last year. This year, he is a little busy. He's got one sack. He's, like, think, 26 tackles, etc. Not exactly, you know, hair on fire kind of guy, but a little edge depth for a team that desperately needs it. You know, Rashawn Gary obviously lost the remainder of the year. Need a little help outside. Here we go. I, I would suspect this guy will probably help on special teams more than anything sooner rather than later. Uh, the corresponding move is Patrick Taylor, who literally got signed to the 53-man roster last week. I don't he understand. He has now been released. Do we not need a third running back? What's happening? They do. They'll bring. They'll bring somebody up, most likely. Off. My su my suspicion is they'll sign Patrick Taylor back to the practice squad, and then bring bring either him or Goodson up on game day. That that would be my guess. Got it. But you can also. I mean, we've used Randall Cobb in the backfield before. We've used other. No, I hear you. But Patrick Taylor before. has promised, though. I agree. I agree. I like him a lot. Um. 
But again, yes, I would suspect tomorrow we'll get some kind of news about him being signed to the practice squad. Be my guess. Be my guess. Um, and then the team has worked out Geronimo Allison. Uh, set Twitter ablaze yesterday after I landed. Uh, and Danny Davis, who was a wide receiver, an undrafted guy out of Wisconsin, who had a really good training camp. I'm telling you, I Twitter like kind of freaked out about Geronimo Allison, which I understand, like, he's played with the team before, blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, Danny Davis, I, I don't know. I obviously have no idea how his workout went, but this kid was having a really good camp, and I think he had a chance at making when? the team. What camp? This summer, this summer. He was a drafted kid out of Wisconsin. Yes, he was having a really good camp, and then he got hurt, and, of course, and then he was released. And I think it's probably taken, you know, the majority of the year to get back into shape or get over the injury, blah, blah, blah. But I don't I, remember. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, I was here all of training camp, Nagler, and the things I remember, I remember who does good in training camps. I don't remember. I bet you didn't even call his name one time. You know what? I got, I got time. I got time. On tonight. Twitter, it doesn't count. On Twitter, I got we don't time, have time tonight. I hey, got time on Twitter, tonight, it banking. doesn't count. I'm talking about on this show when we talked about training. I camp. got. I oh, a hundred percent. You know why? Because he made a touchdown catch <sighs> in a preseason game, Corey. Yes, a hundred billion percent. We talked. Literally, about. no one remember. It was in the fourth quarter, wasn't it? No, it was not. It was in like the first drive in San no Francisco. No way. No way. Oh no way. Oh no way. Oh my God. Romeo Dobbs is right? the only one that scored touchdowns in the training he, camp that I remember. He, long way to go, but Danny Davis is having a good camp. He looks legit. Looking forward to seeing him in preseason games. Well, look at that. That's the very I don't first read your Twitter. that comes up. I don't, I don't read it. I know this. Why would I read that? I listen to who's going to be good on news, and so you basically – so let's see. I bet you never brought him up on the script one time, okay? okay Want to so bet? I'll bet this, you $100. I'll bet you $100. Why would I do that? Why would okay, $1,000. Do $1,000. <laughs> why would I do that? No, okay, I'm talking the other way, Banky. Okay, $10,000. Not all of us are living across from Lambeau Field, Banky. Okay, $10,000. All right. Ten thousand dollars. Right. Ten grand. It. it is. All right. Just kidding. Just kidding. I rescinded it. <laughs> we can't handshake right now. But we can't handshake over right. VMix. No, we can't. Uh, let's talk about this offense because I guess we have to. God, I don't want to, but here we are. It's a Packers show. We're two guys who like to think we know something about football. This fucking offense. I'm telling you. Ugh. Refusing, flat out refusing <sighs> to take what is given. You know, be who you are. Lean into what you do. Like, this idea that there can be something presented to you for a three-yard gain, four-yard gain, keep moving this, like, keep matriculating nope. the ball down the field. They flat out refuse to do it. I mean, why would when you, you get Why a, would you want to get a first down? Why would you When you get a big that? turnover and the first thing you do is throw the chuck it up for Jesus play to Christian Watson, who I love and I'm all in and, like, let's go, baby. But you're down ten. In the second half, like just move the fucking ball, man. Like they just refuse. They just they're it's hero ball all the time. More often than not, it's fourth and three. You need three yards. Now nah, we'll chuck it up for Jesus on the left sideline. That was the tweet, by the but way. The chips. That was chips the tweet. Where they the three made. yard tweet, by the way. That was oh, the one. that was it. That was it. That yeah, was the one. That was it. That's good. That's yep. good to know. That's <laughs> the one. Yeah. That's the one that broke us. And that's, that's the when one he where it knew. all fell apart. And that's when he knew Nagler was cheating on him. 
<laughs> with with himself. <laughs> with himself. With himself. I love it. <laughs> I'm just done. I'm just it's just I mean I can't even here's the problem. This offense is even, broken. This I offense can't even is so be broken. excited. I can't even get excited when the Packers are on offense. Like I can't. Uh, I'm just waiting for them to fuck it up. I hear like, you. I hear yes, you. But can I, you there know, be exciting moments? No doubt. Yes. There's you know some what great I individual about? moments of brilliance. I agree with you, but you know what I do get excited about? This offensive line the last six weeks is probably one of the only things you can kind of be like scratching on the cliff and still kind of surviving on. So it is exciting to watch this line right now uh, kind of step up their game. And, you know, I know it's a little, little, little thing, but. Yeah, even then, though, there's there's a tad a little more inconsistent than I'd like, especially in the run game. Yeah, but they're better than they were six six games oh, ago. Oh, that's what no doubt. No that's what I'm talking doubt. about. No, Just looking question. for progress here. Yeah, right. That's a little true. bit of progress. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Just we'll take what we can get at this point. Um, run solutions. You know how they like to say, "Oh, you know, sometimes when we're in that shotgun and we got that RPO on, and you know, oh, we, we're gonna hand it off, but we've got a run solution." Now, Corey, could you in, like? Because I'm not smart, and you are. What what does the word solution mean? I mean, it seems to me like you're solving a problem. But because it feels like they're not solving anything with these quote run solutions. I thought the idea of a solution was to solve for something. But right now, all they're doing is putting their guy with the ball in front of a dude who wants to tackle him. That's their run solution right now. Like, yep. just hand it off. Like the guy with. The, whose literal job is to run with the football in his hand against a bunch of dudes and a front and blocking, blah, blah, blah. That's his gig. I like his chances a hell of a lot more than the guy on the perimeter who has a dude right in his face as soon as he gets the ball. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just – I'm a simple man, Corey. I'm a simple man. I like simple things. You know? I mean, honestly, I feel like their biggest problem, and I don't—I—I I know I'm really not smart about football, but and I know people are going to argue with this, but it's just like, has shotgun ever been the solution for this team this year? Has it ever been the solution where we actually won and we did good things? Because if you looked to me, I thought the whole thing was, oh, let's mix it up. We're going to go 50-50 pretty much, right? right? We're going to go under yep. center 50. We're going to go shotgun 50. We're going to have QB1's offense. We're going to have Matt's offense. Okay, great. Um, but we just we lose that so easily, and it's just like who is the one that's looking back and going, hey, you know what, guys? The more we run shotgun, the more we win this game. I mean, I, don't, I know it's not that easy, but it feels like it kind of is, though. Well, what blows my mind is like, Again, we talk about, and Matt talks about, every football coach talks about putting your guys in a position to succeed, right? How in the world of fuck is it a good thing? How are you putting A.J. Dillon in a position to succeed in the shotgun running zone? Like, I don't understand how that's the desire. Like, that's what we drew up. That that just blow. Get your man under center. By your man, I mean your quarterback. Have him hand off to the dude, the big bruiser, from behind. And hey, after a while, you you can work play action off of that. You can mm-hmm. like this. I don't understand why they. But that's the other thing. Like the Titans on making it tough the tit- on themselves. The Titans used I form 
like it was oh, like a imagine I mean that. everybody's imagine like that. oh RPO all this stuff it's like bro there's still teams using iform to their advantage and the Titans yeah. used it they didn't use it a lot they probably did 8 to 10 i formations but they did so much out of iform so yes. much it was incredible now, oh you mean they played to the base strengths of their personnel fucking unbelievable who would have thunk it crazy concept I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. Um, you know, and then another simple thing. Can we can we get Samari Torre some more playing time? Can we get this kid on the field a little bit more? And can we stop wasting reps with Sammy Watkins? I understand Sammy's the vet, blah, blah, blah. But he is so just dead-legged at this point. There's no explosion. There's no – there's nothing there. Get the kid on the field, especially now the season's fucking over. I mean, the season's over. So get the kid on the field. I mean, if they if beat see... Philadelphia, it's not over. Banky. Nagler. If Banky. they beat Philadelphia, it's not over. Philly's a good team, and that changes the dynamic of the NFL, and it could be a turning point. I'm going to forget you said that. Okay. I'm living here. In when reality. we built, when, when, when right. we built, oh, beat we Philadelphia. There it okay? is. There it is. All right. All when right. we built, beat Philadelphia. I can't wait until the end of that game because I'm going to be being like, okay, let's look at the playoff scenarios. And now that we beat <laughs> Philadelphia. All right. Here we go. Wild card, baby. And then, you know what? Here's the thing. What's one of the best, se- what's one of the best non-Super Bowl seasons that you and I have ever experienced, right? I would venture to say that the year oh. that we that we pushed the Vikings out of the playoffs yes. and we went to the playoffs with Nate Poole scoring that touchdown against the Vikings yeah. for the Arizona yeah. Cardinals and getting the and Amon Green having eighty six yards. That was an incredible season and I was we at did, that game. Did, we did diddly squat. <laughs> like we we went nowhere and we will remember that season for the rest of our lives. So you know what? That's what I'm trying to get right now. If we Here, beat okay, Philadelphia. Wait, wait, wait. All right. I'm not going to go there because I don't think this is like anywhere close to a playoff team. But I will say this. I do remember that year, I think it was with Lindy Infante as coach, when oh, they, beat, they beat the Vikings in like week 16. And they missed the playoffs, but they had won 10 games. And everyone, it felt like a playoff for us. Like it felt like we had done something. Like it, it was like, holy shit, like we're headed in the right direction, you know? I don't, like, I just care about how they like play somewhat like and look down the stretch but ultimately they've beaten the bears once right they yep. got embarrassed by the vikings in week 1 yep. they still play the vikings at home they play yep. the bears again they've already beaten the cowboys yep. so you've beaten the cowboys you've beaten the bears beat the bears again beat the vikings successful beat season beat philly no no forget i don't even care about philly i don't care about philly i don't care i don't care but you beat the bears again you beat the Vikings. You've already beat I mean, the Cowboys. Successful okay. season. Okay, I know this is a Thanksgiving show, and I have thanks, but I'm just telling you right now, if the Packers find a way by winning this weekend, right, and they find a way to get in these goddamn playoffs, you still <laughs> could be looking at a 2010 situation. I'm sorry, but all you we got to do is get hot. On all we got to do... All we got to do is get hot at the right time. Look. That's what 2010 proved. 2010, and I watched this game. I've been watching games. i actually been watching other NFL games this week, which is a rarity right. for me, okay? Very rare. And you look around the NFL, 
And there's a lot of parody in this league, bro. I'm aware. There's more parody almost than there's ever been at any sense. Like, the number one team and the number 32 team are very close on a lot of things. A lot of things. And all it takes is a couple injuries. You know, for Philly and for uh, for for so 49ers. if they get hurt, we got a chance. All right, but it. they're going I to. It's it. the NFL, which is why it's when you get I hot, know. right? I know. I hear you. I hear you. This Corey. team. I mean, dude, 2010. This team. Everybody counted us out in 2010. Every single person. And what? Do, what's different? We still have. We still have a lot of those pieces. Aaron Rodgers, number one. We got Aaron Rodgers. All he's got to do is get hot for a sustained amount of time and not beat, not suck so bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's possible. Not throw the ball to a blade of grass. Rather if than he his could wide not, if he could not have an, two interceptions in in the end zone then that would really help us a lot. That, that would really help us. Here's the thing, Corey. I come to Wisconsin. You know, I'm in your home. <laughs> and you have obviously partaken of some drug that I am not <laughs> not aware of. So just puff, puff, give. You know, that's you got to share the wealth. That's all I'm saying, man. Look, that's, when this team – here's nice. the thing. Okay, all I want to say is when we get in the fucking playoffs this season – I, Tyler Herrick better fucking clip this shit, okay? All right. Because, right. goddammit, these Packers. Show. Tyler Herrick's mailing it in just like the team. Okay, that's, that's fine. But I'm not mailing it in yet, Nagler. And I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, we just got, we are really into the midseason right now, right? We're in right, the middle. Right. Yep. Okay? Yep. So, this could be the bad half of the season. I just want to put that out there. You mean the half that just happened? <laughs> yeah. That was the bad half? So that the good half, half is coming up. All right, all right. Yep. I got you. I got you. Hey, I like I like how you took <laughs> the game day, like that was the bad half, good half, and like just expanded it to the entirety of the season. Yeah. That's good. It's like, like, okay, we that was the bad like half it. of the season. If you think – here's what's crazy. If you actually believe that that was the bad half of the season and then it turned – I mean – then everything's Dude. good. Well, here's the problem, though. Now, here's, like, where it gets rough is say they do turn it on, right? Like, say they win Sunday and we all get excited, and then they beat the Bears, and we're all good, and we're, like, having a good time. And then they get on a run, and they're like, oh, my God, they could do it. And then they fucking miss the playoffs because they fucked around against the Washingtons of the world and the Jets of the world, and we sit there at the end of the year not in the fucking playoffs. Because everything they should have been doing the first half of the year didn't happen until the second half. Okay, okay, but what about this? What's worse? What is that worse than getting to the NFC Championship and losing? That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. That's a very fair point. I mean, you know, Corey, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's not a bad point. I'll take it. We're getting excited. Like the funny thing football. is, is. Like the funny thing is, is that like I don't know what I want more because it's like I've never, I've never been the guy that wants us to tank to get the oh, draft no. picks. No, I know, I'm and not I either. Still, I'm not. I still I just don't wanna... want that. But it's here's like so, here's what's horrible, Corey. Here's what's horrible. You know how for years, I mean for years, and probably still present day, we have talked about just give me competence on special teams, right? Just. Put your hand up and catch the fucking ball. I don't need a big return. Like, I don't just, like, kick it to the end zone. I don't need, like, I'm not asking for a lot. Just competence. I'm there now with the entirety of the team. 
Like, I just want an offense that can, like, fucking work. I just want a defense that can get off the field on third down. I just want competence. Like, this second half of the season, I don't have any great expectations, but I do want a team that looks like it fucking cares. That's what I want. But I mean, I don't think that's is, a lot to ask. I mean, it's not a lot to ask, but at the end of the day, like, the the way the feedback loop works, it's not looking good, right? Because it's the way the negative feedback loop works. That's fair. Is that's fair. You don't, you, don't, you don't keep wanting to be there when you lose, you know? And it, everything kind yeah. of breaks down, you know? Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I, I can't blame people who are like, like my father, holy cow, talk about being back home. My dad is in full on, I mean, Full blown, and this is Mister A Lot of Ball Game Left himself. That's where I learned it from. He is like tank for draft picks. He's like he's out. He is done with this team. He's like, it's, but the I thing is, they don't care, so I don't care. That's is, what he like... said. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Well, what's crazy is, so, you know, historically, if you look, last year, right, I would say 
Packers hardcore fandom, okay? So I'm not saying all fans, but if you take right, the right, hardcore, right. no, no, diehard fans, right? People right. that watch this show, people that, that watch daily, people that not maybe they right. only like Cheesehead TV. They just are like rabid Green Bay Press Gazette, whatever it is, right? Right, right, right. I would say that Packer hardcore fandom was – I feel like it was 60-40 for trading Rodgers last year at the end of the year, right? As far as like, hey, I'm done with Rodgers, let's go. It was leaning – I would say more like 51-40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a majority, though. A majority, I agree. right? I agree. Just I over agree. a majority yeah. probably, right? As far as hardcore fandom, and I might be wrong, and I know a lot of people are going to say, Corey, you don't like Rodgers, which is 100% not true, so go which fuck yourself bullshit. if you think I think that. Which is bullshit. So um, now, though, if if we go out, so so if we don't make the playoffs – you got to imagine that number is increasing to 60 to 70%. I've already seen some polling in Twitter, oh, yeah. which is imperfect, but like people are asking those kind of questions already, right? When you have Little Wayne who's like blaming Rodgers one week and then the next week. Little I mean, that, that, that's like an indictment right there. So it's like, okay, so here's the thing, right? What is going to happen to this fan base when they realize that, hey, we're not going to make the playoffs? We're yep. not going to play Jordan Love at any point this year. Right. And we're bringing Rodgers back, and we're just doing oh, everything boy. the same as we did before. Oh, boy. It's going to be fun. <laughs> like, be what fun. happens then? What happens then? Because that's where we're going right now. Yeah, that is exactly where they're headed. It's so funny you mentioned that. We're going to get to that a little bit in the blogosphere, but, yes, that's exactly where we're headed. That is a billion percent where this is headed. <sighs> Thanks for that. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's talk about the defense real quick because we're already like half hour through. You remember what you were saying about a short show? Uh, the Packers have something in Quay Walker, people. Like, I love this kid. I love this guy. I love how he flies to the football. I love his athleticism. I know early in the year he was kind of lost in the wash at times against the run. It's been fascinating to watch him kind of come to the fore with Dre sidelined. I can't wait to see how they utilize both of them on the field. They had him out on the edge a couple times against Tennessee. His versatility, his athleticism, I love this kid. Well, it was exactly what we said. We were like, with Rashawn out, it's like they need to come up with somehow we got to generate some pass rush, which I do find interesting that Joe Barry is finally getting creative. It's a little too late, but. Yeah, right. Surprise, surprise. Um you know, on the flip side, I don't like to go in on guys, man. I don't like. I get the NFL is tough, right? And this is the top of the best, and this is these. Everyone in the NFL is amazing at the game of football, right? Like it's like Mike McCarthy said, these are you don't get on a fifty-three man roster by being just a guy. But of course, when you are, you have draft pedigree. You are of a certain ilk. You have expectations. And right now, Darnell Savage, man, you talk about a continual weak link. This is your former first-round pick who you just picked up the fifth-year option for who is almost always, I'm not saying every time, but almost always a root of the problem when it comes to, like, blown coverages, miscommunications. Tackling. Hell, you got a def- tackling. You got a defensive pass interference call this past week. I mean, every time. You could almost set your watch by it. It's hard to watch, and I don't know what they're going to do in regards to the fact that they did just pick up his fifth-year option, so they got to bring him back, I guess. But, man, every time there is some kind of breakdown, 
Darnell Savage is in the zip code, right? Yep. And that is just a big, big problem. I mean, I get that maybe benching him outright is a drastic measure, but I think they're approaching that point. How could they not be? I don't know. It's just it's so frustrating to see, again, yep. a guy making mistakes again and again and again, but they keep throwing him out there. It's what Rodgers was talking about earlier in the year. If you're making continual mistakes, maybe someone else should be given more playing time. And we saw Ford get on the field against the Cowboys, and we saw him out there yep. a little bit more against the Titans. But, man, I don't know if Savage should be out there at this point. That's how bad it is. But then who do you put there? Well, Abernathy, who they got off the practice squad. Let's go. <laughs> I'm telling you, though. I mean, at least that guy's going to fly around a million miles an hour, and if he makes a mistake, he'll hit somebody. Like, that dude will feel it at least. You know, whereas, you know, Savage will throw a shoulder and maybe not make a tackle, maybe not. I don't know. Like, I don't know, dude. It's I mean, just, there's got to be. It's, the funny, hard. The, it's hard to The watch. interesting thing about Savage is it's just not Savage. It's the it's Oh, the, no. But that's my thing. It's the linebacker right, exactly. and safety play in the middle that's the most disconcerting. It's always yes, a combination. Because the thing is, no but doubt. the thing is, like, if we were able to, like most defensive teams, actually cover the middle of the field once in a while, yeah. it would Everyone. actually – it wouldn't. It wouldn't make. It wouldn't exacerbate the problem so much, right? It's like, yeah, Savage yeah. misses tackles on the outside, or he uses a an uh, a elbow or a shoulder here to make a tackle. And Adrian Amos was doing some of that this week, this last week, yeah. right? He had a, yeah. a bad. I mean, you know, you're going against Derrick Henry, so I. I mean, if I went against Derrick Henry, I would be a flat <laughs> pancake, like the first time he ran me over. Yes, so, sir. like, correct. Far be it for me, but at the same time, that's what you're paid to do, right? So it's like, Back, our you're an NFL football player, yeah. Exactly. Our secondary safety play is definitely suspect this year, and it's, it's definitely hard. Con- it's hard but to but how much of it is scheming and leadership and and like what we're trying to or not trying to do? Because I don't know, we've well, just been a thing, team though. that historically has thing. always been left the middle of the field completely fucking wide open. I, here's the thing, it's funny you say that because you remember on the third down. The big third down to open the game. The Titans hit over the top. Burks over Nixon, right? Matt specifically mentions in his presser the next day, oh, we have a safety coming down and cutting off the middle when he should be over the top. That's a mental mistake. Yeah. All right? And then he also mentions the stack formation in the second half where both guys take the guy inward on the post and leave – you know, uh, I think it was the tight end wide open over the right. He gets a 30-yard gain, etc. Both of those plays involve Savage. And I know for a fact that first one is about Savage dropping down when he shouldn't be. So this is my point. Like, Yes, it is complicated. And there are many levels from the call, from the guys he's playing with, to like whatever the adjustments are, pre-snap, post-snap, reading the route combinations. I understand there's a lot of levels. But God damn, he's always involved. Yeah. Almost always. It's true. He's right there. I just, yeah, it's it's just tough at this point. And then the other thing, talking about the secondary, Joe Barry has followed in the footsteps of Mike Pettin in the <laughs> sense really of really just has. not allowing his defensive backs to compete. Just let them I don't compete. Understand. I don't understand. You got fucking Let them go Alexander. down swinging. 
something. Yeah, like you I got Jair Alexander and you're not playing begging press you from my 80% soul. of the time. It makes no sense. It makes it's no third sense. and three, and your dudes are playing ten yards off. Well, or the eight yards it, if we're being fucking generous. The reason it doesn't make sense is that mathematically and probability-wise, it's like, are you even looking at your own data sets? Like, are you even looking at, like... Anything like everybody talks about the new coaching in the NFL is like I'm looking at my probabilities and analytics, my data sets and right, right, analytics, right? right? Who yeah. the fuck is teaching jo- uh, Joe Barry how to look at analytics? Because uh, last time I checked, like every time he puts Jair in press, Jair wins. So if he wins More nine out of the ten times, yep. I mean, what what are we doing here? And I know not everybody should press, but even if you just pick a couple guys to press. Hey, we're going to press one and two, or we're going to press two and three, or we're going to press whatever. Or just, or just situationally. Like, it's thir- like how many times did oh it look God. like fucking seven Third on and seven ten. in that game? Yeah. Yeah. It's like seven on seven, like free releases, no problem at the line of scrimmage, just do whatever you want. And then you turn around, and here's where it really gets drawn into sharp relief for me. You turn it around, at one point in that game, the Packers go spread, and they get... Lazard up the right sideline. Rodgers throws in the ball, and it's like a first down, and it's a big gain, but there's a dude right there, and they have to work for it. And it takes a perfect pass and a great catch because Tennessee allowed their defensive backs to complete, to compete, and you'll live with it. If Yes, if the fucking $50 million quarterback throws a pass to the wide receiver and that guy catches it, you're like, you know what, tip of the cap, you guys won that round. Awesome. But what I can't abide is when it's third and seven, you play ten yards off, guy goes, literally runs to the sticks, takes a left, turns around Albuquerque, (laughs) and just, it's like an easy completion. And that's, somebody talked to me earlier this week about, Oh, you know, the, the pass rush is probably suspect because Rashawn Gary is not there. wouldn't matter if you have Lawrence Taylor out there. If the quarterback is allowed to play in rhythm, you're literally letting this dude hit the top of his drop, go to his exact very first read, and throw the football on time, in rhythm. That's on Joe Barry. I understand that there are many, again, there are many levels to it, a lot of things going on overall with the defense. But in this regard... How does Matt allow that to happen? Matt LaFleur came in front of the media two years ago after the Colts game and said, like, unprompted, I really was disappointed. We got to play more physical at the line of scrimmage. I want us to be more challenging on third down. Now, here we are two two years later, and it's the same shit with a different coordinator. Like, what are we doing? I don't know, man. Thanks for letting me get it off my chest because it's been bugging the shit out of me. It's really annoying. It's so annoying. The only time that we play press is when the players complain, and then it's one I of those know! things where exactly. the players complain, so we get one and a half halves. So we it get three halves of football. And now it's happened under coverage. Barry, although it happened with Barry a couple weeks ago, and now we're back to like, oh, we'll play 10 yards. Oh, we're off. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We forgot about the Fucking complaint hell. situation. Um, let's take a look at this game on Sunday night because we have to. The game um, we're winning? The game we're winning? That, w- that one? Yeah, that would be great. Linval Joseph and Ndamukong Sue, two new faces in Philadelphia, but one of them, well, both of them really, very familiar to Packers fans. They have helped the run- Eagles run defense in their one week on the job so far. 
They did a yeoman's work there in Indianapolis. Really ugly game. I will say, though, to your point, the Eagles have looked mortal the last couple of weeks. They definitely yep. look mortal in Indy, and they look mortal losing to Washington. So, Indomitian Sue more than any other player is trash. Okay, <laughs> let's just be real. Okay, he he literally is a trash player. He plays bad. He is a bad player. He's a good player, but he is a bad, 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 bad dude. Bad, bad dude, dude on the field. He steps on people's necks. He does things that like. Other players don't do. He's a Ray, he's a wannabe Ray Nitschke type player without Ray Nitschke's talent. That's a bold call. I will say he's the kind of guy I wish we had a few more of. I, I, he's a guy who's going to fucking play to the echo of the whistle and maybe, yeah, do some nasty shit. But I want that on my defense, especially up front. I think the Packers could use a little bit of that. Um but I think, and I also think he's a good dude. He goes over. But. I agree with you, but he goes over the line more than I would want. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, I don't. I do not. I totally agree with you there. He's a but, dirty player. See, I don't know. Yeah, he's done he has some been. dirty things. He has to the been. Packers, bro. He's no doubt. Done some no dirty playing. No doubt. Cases. No question. When he was a lion, oh my god. But so did hey, stand that dude. But so did Clay Matthews when he was a Packer. You know, he hit fucking. Kaepernick way out of bounds. He hit Russell Wilson in the head. You know, it's like when they're yours, you're like you're fine with it. You know, it's, it's uh, and Sue is way dirtier than Clay Matthews. Okay, let's just if 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 Clay Matthews is on the dirty scale, let's say Clay right. Matthews is a five, and Sue is a fifteen. Bro, come on, let's yeah, be real. That's, that's he literally true. steps on people's heads I and know, necks and I shit, know. bro. And I'm saying if that's he's yours, dirty, that's he's not just like colors. pushing somebody out of bounds. Also, Russell Wilson, come on. And if he's really count. good, and if he's really good, you don't give a shit if he's playing for your team. That's my point. I guess. That's I my like point. Him. I don't, I don't like either. Him he's not playing. He's not playing for my team, and I don't correct. like him, Nagler. Correct. Yes, all of these are correct. I, yes. as a matter of fact, I would go. I'm almost to where the the H is, the eight, but I'm not quite there because I don't hate. Not anything. quite there. Yeah, exactly. No, not even close. But their run defense has been problematic, so hopefully the Packers lean into it. And uh, Aaron Jones gets going. I'm not holding my breath. The other thing is uh, Darius Slay is their premier corner. Used to love watching him go up against Devontae Adams back in the day when he was with Detroit. And now we'll get to probably get to see him go against Christian Watson. And I tell you what, I think there's no doubt I, I there's no doubt uh, that – Slay will have something for him. But I also think Watson will get some this week. Maybe against Slay, but overall, I think he's going to he's gonna get some. It's going to be fun. Uh, and then expect the Eagles to create a lot of confusion in the Packers secondary. Here, here's what's fucked up. is So the Packers have all these communication issues in week one, right? And you're like, ex- you know, with the Packers, kind of expected. We- they'll get it figured out. And then you go to fucking week 11, there's communication issues, nothing's changed, it's kind of the same. That's Tennessee, who have like a moribund passing game coming into that mm-hmm. Thursday nighter. Philly, this team, they're going to make their head spin. The, the motion, the, the, the route combinations, the quarterback running, the design runs for the quarterback, the, this Packers defense is going to be habits it, there it's not going to be fun yeah, i'm not looking forward to it in any way shape or form you got anything else Corey? before we uh head into the next section we're going to beat philadelphia all right let's go uh, nicholas 
Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. When the season goes off the rails, much like the Green Bay Packers 2022 season has, it's easy as a content creator to just, like, mail it in, to lose all hope and interest and just, like, look for, if you are interested in other sports, I'll just kind of start talking about the Bucks, you know. But the diehards, <laughs> the, the people who really live and breathe the Packers, they don't do that. They give you the good shit day after day, week after week. And one of those, one of the people who always makes sure to bring you the good shit is Justice Mosqueda over at Acme Packing Company. Look at this. There's no Packers football this Sunday. This is from last week, obviously. But So here's a cut-up of Kingsley Enigbare looking way better than a fifth-round rookie should. And now, for those of you listening later who can't see this, there's a cut-up of several plays of Enigbari just owning people and making plays. It's phenomenal to watch. We're only showing three here. It's legit, though. If you go and watch Justice, if you find that tweet from Justice, there's like 20 plays. It's great. Justice, shout out to you for grinding the tape and doing the good shit, man, because God knows the Packers blogosphere needs it in the worst way. I mean, the funny thing about these times is, one, you really realize who the bandwagons are, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, the you do. The second thing, though, that you learn is you try to, like, I like other sports. So, like, UWGB women's basketball. I like watching World Cup for me, Bucks, Let's go. World Cup. Yeah. But no matter what it is, what's really funny is you realize that, like, that hole is way bigger than whatever the other sport is. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> like, the hole is so much the bigger than the Packers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the, no. Packers, uh, the no. Packers own a hole in my body or in my heart that's, like, way bigger than any sports team in the world could ever fill, even, like, multiple ones of them. So, it's fun. Yep. And you know what? It did help, uh, you know, last weekend uh, when we beat the Dallas Cowboys – I was already in a good mood because UWGB women won their first game, and now they yep. won a second game, and now they're two and one, and now they're in Florida. So, you know, getting those extra wins, it does make the hole a little bit more full, but not quite. Right. It doesn't fill it no, up. No, not even close. Not even close. The other thing I saw this week, Corey, and I know you're going to love this. I mean, here we go again. Here we go. Remember last offseason when it was all, oh, what is he going to do? What is he going to be? And everyone was like, oh, he's Aaron Rodgers signed an extension. It's all over. And then I said, it's a year-to-year thing. And then Aaron Rodgers himself says, yeah, it's probably a year-to-year thing. And then Mark Murphy said, yeah, it's a year-to-year thing. Well, guess what? It's a year-to-year thing because here we go again. Aaron Rodgers trade rumors, and I have not even listed who put this up. I'm not giving them the clickbait. I don't care, but here it is, people. We are the night before Thanksgiving where we've entered Rodgers' watch. Rodgers' watch has begun. I mean, you got to imagine that... 
the 49ers and the Jets, he'd probably go to both of those teams. You look at their Jets are right now. They're in a, a Pasala is a really great coach. They got a lot of yeah. really great people. They're really they're running they're, the system. They're right that on LeFleur's, the cusp. LaFleur's yep. brother is the is And the 49ers, like, for him, that's his childhood team. Like, that's, yeah. you know, that's. But this is my point. Here we go. Now we got another six months of this. Like, where is he? And look, I do not for a moment think he's going to be traded. I think, as you intimated earlier in the show, we, we are we are on a path where they're going to bring him back and we're going to do this all again and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, here we go again at yep. the start of next season, right? But the media will use this as catnip. They will use it as clickbait, and everyone's going to lean into it. We'll, we're going to see so many Photoshopped Rodgers in different jerseys yeah. It's, yeah, it's sure. the, the, that tsunami. I mean, I do. Is I do think there is a very small chance that a team is really going to make a push for him and really package it up in a way that he can't resist. I do think that, right? Because if you look, there's probably two or three teams in the NFL with the cap yeah. space, with the with the right with what he need. You know, it, it's all about packaging it and putting it together for him. That makes a lot of sense, and I could see it happen. I just, I just think if it was going to happen, it was going to happen last year. I just, I can't imagine it happening this offseason but you never know you never know uh let's get to some youtube comments shall we some fine folks there on the youtubes talking stuff to us uh yeah so we got tyler rocamp thanks for super chat Corey may need to change his stance on jim leonard after bears ran badgers excuse me ran a qb sneak from the two to win it thank you for cheese oh. tv also props to nagler as an early twitter follow a de- decade ago hope it survives um well, thanks, buddy. Tyler, Jim Leonard is a tr- terrorist, so fuck that guy. <laughs> John Simitovich. Also, I'm so unhappy that the Badgers – the Badgers had no business beating Nebraska. Okay, let's be real. Okay? Like, I was so excited about that game. I love, and I love when you have college football opinions. It's so great. <laughs> the Badgers are trash. I hate them. And you know what? It's probably like it's probably my most controversial opinion, honestly. I used to be that the gold package needs to leave, and I right. still believe in that. But right. like I can't tell you it's the dumbest position for me as the one of the co founders of Cheesehead TV to, to hate, hate the Badgers. The Badgers. Yeah. But I yeah, fucking little... hate them so much. <laughs> I refuse to call them the University of Wisconsin. They are the University of Madison because technically they are. They are not the their University of Wisconsin Madison. Let's fucking Correct. keep it real, okay? Correct. Correct. And you know what? I'm 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 here. I'm here in Green Bay and I'm I'm not going to stand. I'm going to choose violence when it comes to Madison and Milwaukee. I'm sorry. I love it. I love it so and, much. Um, speed, brother. You know, UW Madison Solidarity in yourself. your fight. And Jim Leonard, you know what? You're an asshole because Matt LaFleur called you up. The greatest team in the fucking world called you to the bat, and they said, hey, Jim, you want to play for us? And you said no. So you know what? Fuck you. You're a terrorist. All right. Dave Blaster. Corey, do you ever recall seeing the big cheese bus? It's out of commission now, but used to be used by a tailgate icon by Lambo. I do remember the big cheese bus. Um, I do remember it. I remember it fondly, just like the Packers ambulance. Ryan Willie, thanks for Super Chat. I'm 95% sure Rodgers will retire after the season. If you talk about retirement, you're basically retired. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Ryan, thanks for all the Super Chats. Thanks for supporting Cheesehead TV. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate ya. I don't uh, know if I agree with that. I, I put it at like 60%. I think there's a chance he retires, but I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised if he retires. 
I would be very surprised. Overshadow Sean. Do we even know what Matt's offense looks like? The 12 version is just a tweaked Big Mike offense. More importantly, happy Thanksgiving in Pappies. Thank you, Overshadow. Thanks, Appreciate Overshadow. Your support. I think the closest we've got to TV. seeing it was 2020. That was like as close as we got. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna read this. Uh, Uncultured barbarian. <laughs> thanks to super chat. I don't know what Banky is smoking, but I wish he'd share. Happy Thanksgiving. Playoffs. You kidding me? Don't talk about playoffs. I just want to win. Playoffs. Look, playoffs. the playoffs are still in play, people. Okay, let's be real. Just like wow. pre-camp doesn't exist anymore, technically the playoffs are still in play. So I'm gonna just live in a fantasy world. I'm gonna go to Chives tonight, and I'm gonna dream about the Packers getting the playoffs. Overshadow cool. Sean. Thanks for the super chat. The idea of firing Barry doesn't land with me because I know they will just hire another dude that calls powder puff bs like the last nine dcs <sighs> i mean you ain't wrong you ain't wrong i can't i, I have nothing i, I have no I don't, counter i don't really have any yeah i don't have any i have no counter say. how could you as a packers fan sit here in the year of our lord 2022 and go yeah. nope the next dude will get it yeah, yeah the no, next dude the next dude will be just like the last dude I was trying to remember who's the guy from Denver we had, the coach. Remember when he came? Jim in? Jim Bates. Remember no, Jim no, Bates? Was, yeah, I remember Jim Bates. Who was uh what's his name we had? Not Denver. Who the hell was he? He was like our co- he was our coordinator forever. He almost became our coach. And we uh, Packer Fan Fest. Remember Packer Fan Fest? Dom Capers? Dom Capers, yeah. <laughs> Love me some Dom Cape. I love Dom. Hey, Dom man, they won a Super Bowl. I remember they won a excited. Super Bowl with Dom, I remember, I remember how – you know what? You know who would You know who would actually um, really be cussing at the TV a lot from our lack of press coverage? Who's that? Fritz fucking Shermer. He would be so annoyed by the Dude. Packers' lack of press coverage. <laughs> like, Dude, bro, Fritz that Shermer. guy pressed more than anybody. <laughs> he didn't care. He Craig was like, Newsom was like, Newsom. "What's Craig up?" Newsom. <laughs> What's like, up? He was a press machine. Oh man, Fritz Shermer. Man, Fritz Shermer I, I, if you would look be annoyed by at, so many aspects. Of so many all things. Of the Packers defense. If you look back at the mid '90s and like, if you look how he he probably be rolling in his grave just looking at the how much room we're giving people it's crazy um he soder tonight is the third drunkest night of the year wait why this is the night night before thanksgiving Thanksgiving. yeah what you drinking tonight i'm going with mexican mules as i can't get carry the g the alcohol helps numb the pain of the season go pack go i've got carry the g he's got carry the g shout out to our friends at new glarus i gotta i'm in wisconsin I got to get myself some spotted cow. Come on. Yeah, exactly. I literally told him, I'm like, the only way I can get rid of beers in my refrigerator is to not have spotted cow in the refrigerator. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll have a beer of destiny. And I'm like, bro, have that cherry weed and close a brother out. Like, just well, close it out. No. And he's like, no, hell, hell no. no, I can't have that. And I'm like, I, bro, I'm trying to close out a line of beer in there. Just help me out. Dude, I just pour it in Killing the sink, me. dude. No one's ever drinking no, the bro. fucking cherry They're wheat. They're drinking it. They're drinking it. Come on. Uh, not They're this guy. It. Hell no. They're drinking it. They're and, drinking hey, it. to be fair, I did down one of your no, you beers didn't. that need to get rid of, and it wasn't I, very good. I didn't need there's to get rid of it. There's a reason it's Bodo, There's a reason it's still there. I didn't need to get rid of that one, and, no, you didn't help me. So You Bodo should get Winter, rid of it because it's bad. Thanks, Coach. 
I agree. Mark Rogers taking way too much money hurt the team. He should have took a pay cut to help support getting the players that he needs at work. Okay, for I got. Tom Brady. Okay, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So I hear this a lot, right? I get this Thanks in my super chat, chat, by the way. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. However, he did lower his cap hit. Like, everyone kind of brushes over that. Like, I get he's being paid 50 mil, blah, blah, blah. And, like, yes, he's being paid a lot of money, but he did lower his cap hit significantly from what it was going to be entering 2022. You know, he gave the Packers a lot of room, a lot of maneuverability to go and do some things. So this okay. idea that, like, oh, Rodgers just made it impossible for them to, to do anything is just, that's a little erroneous. Let's just Got keep it. let's keep it real. Okay, too old for this. Thanks for super chat. No matter how low the season could possibly get, we still aren't as bad as the Bears. Aren't the Bears we're better skir- than us right now? We're we're skirting with it though. That's the problem. No, they're not. Like we're here's the crazy ahead. thing: we live in the multiverse where Justin Fields is good. That's weird to me. I hey, I've been saying that kid is good, and I said it on Twitter, I don't like and that. I said it to my friends who cover the Bears, and. I, the kid's got skill. The thing is, is they're finally leaning into his ability to run, which is smart. He's still kind of a bit rudimentary when it comes to the passing game, but he's getting better. And here's the thing. The Packers, if they had turned the page like they probably should have, they'd have Jordan Love on the field this year developing and getting better. But they didn't want to do that. So now they get to watch Chicago, and their fucking offense get better, and their young quarterback get better. Better hurry up, Green Bay. Shit ain't getting any later. Let's go. Uh, I missed, so according to my producer, I missed. Uh, is it in the... Wait, wait. Oh, John Simitovich. Sorry, I missed your super chat. Currently upstairs napping to get away from the in-laws. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanks for all you guys do for Packer fans worldwide. Go, Pack Go. Thank you, John. Sorry, I missed John, your super chat. John, that might be my Sorry favorite that, super buddy. chat of all that time. That's a good one. That's too. why yeah, that we're here. One. That is why we are here to help you get away from the in-laws. Well done. I thought you were here to drink the beers I need you to drink. I thought that's why you were here. Well, that as well. That as well. Okay. But that's why I'm here in this house. Oh, oh Why gotcha. we are here as an entity is to help people escape their in-laws Thanksgiving Eve. That's what that's what we do. Got that's it. That's why we go. That's why we go. <laughs> um, let's give a shout-out to our Patreon members, shall we? Because they are really the lifeblood of everything we do here at Cheesehead TV. It all began back in the throes of the pandemic. It has grown into a real tight-knit community. It's crazy, man. Uh, the Patreon member happy hour, which began as just Patreon members, but now is also expanded into Care of the G Club members, is awesome. And Care of the G Club members, look, you guys are awesome here on YouTube. And either faction, I hope to see you guys when we have our meetup, Cheesehead TV meetup here in Green Bay the night before the Rams game. The Rams game, remember, is on a Monday night. That Sunday, we'll be having a meetup here in Green Bay. The information is on the Patreon page. It'll be on the community page on YouTube for Care of the G Club members. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. We can't thank you guys enough for all the support because it really means the world to us. If you even make Cheesehead TV like even a small part of what you do as far as consuming Packers content day in and day out, because that's what we know. We know you guys all do it. There are a million places for you to go. 
and that you utilize Cheesehead TV at all is amazing. Here's Bank, the thing, you got though. anything else? Here, here, yeah, I do have something else, okay? Right. The Packers are the state of Wisconsin, Mark. Oh, so You let someone trigger you in the comments, really? The Packers? Really? Here, here are the Packers, okay? They're up here, okay? So up here? Okay. Right. Every other team in Wisconsin, not in this thing, not even in here. They're not even at one. <laughs> They're at zero. They're at 0. 0.01. Every team. The Bucks. you know why? Green Bay Packers, 14 world championships. Yeah, I said it. 13 and a contested, okay? 13 and a contested. Who's close? No one. Zero people in the world. Zero. Zero in the world. Okay? So you want to talk about the state of Wisconsin. The state of Wisconsin is the Green Bay Packers. There are is only one team. One team, Green Bay Packers, everybody else, trash. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay? Love the Milwaukee Brewers. Don't love the Madison Badgers, but I do love the <laughs> UWGB Phoenix, okay? But they're still trash, okay, compared to the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, gold, silver, all the things. All Platinum. the things. Platinum. All the rare earth science medals, everything. <laughs> they're everything. Okay? Everybody else, piece of trash. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not doing this. I'm not alienating. The Packers alienate themselves because they stand alone among no one. They have no peers in the state of Wisconsin, okay? So let's fucking not get that twisted for two seconds. I love Soder throwing in admirals. Yeah, shout out to the admirals, by the way. Because <sighs> uh, I know 97.3 the, the game, they do their, their, their broadcast. So, yeah, we're, we're all we're big admirals There's only fans one here. team in the state of Wisconsin. Don't ever fucking get that twisted. People that get that twisted, they, they get on my left nerve. And then my right nerve goes, hey, what's going on? Are they getting it twisted yeah. again? See, now you got me looking at the chat. I could have sworn that the Bucks won the NBA title a few years ago. Yeah, they did. And it only took them 50 fucking years oh to do it. Well done. Well Good done, job. indeed. I love the Bucks. I love watching them. I love watching them more than the Packers right now. But get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. And I think there may be a misnomer um, among uh, yourselves and the others at uh, Cheesehead TV. Is that right? Um, that is that correct. May, that maybe uh, if the second and ten is called and it's a run pass, and I'm going to choose to pass out of spite for the. Uh, Not spite. I didn't say spite. Come on now. <laughs> okay.